Learning to be an informed consumer will help you navigate around scams, hire the right companies, and make those tough decisions a lot easier. With expert advice from seasoned professionals, we're here to keep you on track. This is Consumer News You Can Use with your host, consumer investigator, Dell Cardwell. Hey everyone, Mother Nature can be a tough mistress. I know this firsthand after a tornado wrecked my house in 1997. Storms can always be dangerous to your home, whether it's a tree limb hanging precariously over your house or power lines that could snap and cause a fire. Do you know what to do if the unthinkable happens and your home is severely damaged during a storm? Is your insurance going to cover the cost of repair? What about a hotel while it's being fixed? and you get to choose the contractor who does the work on your home. Well, don't worry, because we've got our expert here who can answer all your questions. And I mean all your questions. Glenn Galish of the Galish Group Insurance Brokerage. Glenn, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you, Dale. Very good. Well, you're always uh, here with us to help us with these tough questions. What, what do you need to know uh, to make sure that your insurance will cover you in case of a storm emergency? Sure. Well, the biggest thing we see is not only knowing whether you have coverage, but also how big your deductible is for that coverage. Uh, there's a lot of companies that are going to percent deductibles, so therefore you may think, well, I have a $1,000 deductible on my home policy, but then you don't read that there's a 2% or a 5% deductible on storms. So that could equate to 15, 20, $25,000 deductibles. Wow. Uh, what are the guidelines for adequate home and personal insurance coverage and how do I know if I have enough? Well, I mean, the best way to know what you have all the time is just to do an annual review with your agent. I mean, that's, that's the most important thing because a lot of times your life changes, you get new items, you, um, you know, have different things in life that you want to make sure are covered. And the best way to make sure is to talk to your agent. Okay, straight out of the box, Glenn, what do I do if my home gets damaged during a storm? Well, the first thing is to prevent further damage. There's a tree that falls through your roof. No matter what, don't do anything dangerous. Don't climb up on your roof and pitch a tarp in the middle of you know a storm. But at the same time, you want to at least get somebody who can, or at least if you're in the inside, if you can do anything in the attic to put plastic down or anything like that. But by at least stopping the damage from increasing, then that's a huge step in the right direction. So when should I call my insurance company and, and how much damage do I need to have before I should contact my insurance carrier? Okay, well, first one is that I would always call your insurance agent first. The reason why is because he's really your representative. He can guide you and tell you, well, here are your deductibles, here's the situation, and so therefore we should or should not move forward with a claim. Uh, the second part of that being that uh, if you call your company directly and there's not enough damage, well then you may have a claim that's below your deductible and that still can affect your insurance score which would insure your rates in the future. Okay, and so I think you're about to answer my next question already, but I'm scared to death of mice type. I'm, I'm scared of exclusions, so you really do need to have a relationship with your agent so that you can build up a, a trust factor so you know you're protecting your family. It, you really do, and, and there's a lot of uh, people just kind of putting their biggest, most important asset, which would be your home, out to like an 800 number or to somebody that you don't really ever know or see, and uh, to me, that 
can just lead to more trouble because when you can either sit across from somebody or know where somebody's office is and can do an annual review, again, life changes and you're going to have homeowner's insurance for 20, 30, 40 years. You need to check on it. You know, it's, it's interesting. You just helped me solve a problem for my in-laws because they had taken out a policy, uh, a life insurance policy years ago. The agent uh, discontinued his practice and they couldn't find a human being to, to talk with. So that's really a real life example of why it's important to have that relationship. Exactly. And if you do annual reviews, even if something happens to your agent or he retires, then there's a seamless transfer that you can find somebody else you like and continue on, but at least it may be a month or two and not several years before you find out. Glenn, if there's damage to my home, uh, do I get to choose the contractor who will come out to the house or uh, what does the insurance company have? What are their rights in this situation? Right. And basically, you can choose uh, your own contractor with probably, I'd say, 90% of the companies. If you have one that you can't, that's another thing to look at because you want that freedom and ability. Uh, But a lot of the insurance companies will kind of entice you to use their contractors and they'll say, well, we're going to put our own guarantee on the repairs forever. So therefore, that can often be a much better deal because if you go by their contractor and there's problems, then you can basically just go through them and not have to deal with the contractor directly. So Glenn, what is the advantage to the insurance company? You've just explained the advantage to the customer. What is the advantage to the insurance company to get to help select the contractor? Right. And, and this is the same with auto as well as it is home. And basically that, number one, they can deal in large volumes. So a lot of times they can at least negotiate lower rates for certain things. And then number two, they can at least know that it's a trusted, responsible contractor. As you know, when a storm comes in, you've got a lot of people flooding into town, knocking on doors, ringing doorbells. And the last thing you want to do is go with one of those guys. Okay, so some of the tough lessons I learned when I went through this personally in 1997, Glenn, I hired a contractor that had 29 other homes under contract at the same time. Mm-hmm. There was a huge labor shortage and Angie and I were out of our house for 10 months instead of three months. Mm-hmm. How do I know that I'm hiring the correct contractor? What are some things that I can do to make sure that I'm protecting my family? Well, if you haven't done it before, if you don't have a previous relationship with a contractor, I, really, I would just go with who the insurance company recommends. I mean, there, there are certain people that that it's not a problem because they know, you know, the people, they know the business, they know what their reputation is. But if you're just kind of getting into it first time, you could end up fine and everything could go smooth. But when you're going out on your own, you just don't know what's going to happen. Okay. So you're also suggesting that the insurance company has some leverage in the situation because they hold the money. The contractor wants to get paid. So the insurance company will be able to influence the behavior of the contractor in the event the contractor has too much on their plate. Absolutely. That is 100% correct. And not only that, but they're probably also holding the money for future jobs. So therefore, even if you end up paying your contractor, you know, in bits and and which you should always never give anybody too much money up front, but just as the work is done, uh, that basically even later, they still have control over that contractor because he's an approved insurance company, that particular company contractor. Glenn, will my insurance company cover the cost of a hotel uh, while repairs are being done? Yes. And basically, I don't want to speak for all situations, so let me back up and say that uh, there's a coverage called loss of use. It's included on all Georgia homeowners policies and on pretty much most 
com- uh, policies throughout the country. And what loss of use is, is it basically takes care of you if you cannot stay in your house during the event of a claim. So uh, that could be one or two days in a, in a hotel. If there's serious damage and you're out for 10 months, well, then they may rent you a house or, or an apartment to be in. But yes, loss of use coverage will take care of you if you can't stay in your house. So do I need to take an inventory of my belongings? Everybody should be doing that all the time anyway. So the answer is yes, yes. And basically, it's so easy nowadays. I've, I've been doing this for 25 years, and it's never been easier. I mean, just to walk around your house, number one, with a cell phone, and just take videos of every room, open up the drawers, open up the closets. Excellent. How often should I be reviewing my coverage with my agent? Once a year is good. And if that way, if you miss a year, it's every other, that's fine. But really, once a year is a good aim to shoot for. And Glenn, uh, we always cover this, but I always uh, love to hear your thoughts on it. Why should I be choosing an independent agent versus uh, one of the big names? Right. Like I was a captive agent at one time. And basically when you're a captive agent, you can only sell for that one company. And that's the only outlet you have. So no matter what the price or the coverage or anything else, you're selling that one company. What an independent agent does, like the Galish Group and like we do, is that basically we'll go out and shop the market uh, of big name brand companies, but at least that they are independent agent companies and not captive agent companies. One of the things that uh, makes me a fan of the Galish Group is you guys are so quick to respond to questions. You answer your phone or you get back very, very quickly. How important is that in building a relationship with your client? Well, I mean, it's huge. And if customer service is really lacking in today's society, at least that we feel and a lot of people feel, we want to break that trend, stand out from the pack, and basically go back to when customer service used to be really important and mean something. Where do you operate currently, Glenn, so people can contact you? Currently, throughout the entire state of Georgia, entire state of Florida, uh, we also do isolated business in North Carolina and South Carolina. Excellent. And how do they find you? Uh, Trustdale.com is always the best place. Love that. Glenn Galish on Trustdale Investigates. We'll see you guys next time. 